news for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. What's poppin', Schweg Nation? Welcome to this episode of the Schwegcast. I'm your host, like always, Sam Schwegler. And for those of you who are new to the show, thank you for listening. I'm hoping you enjoy this show. And uh, if you do like it, please continue to subscribe and, you know what, leave a review. Be cool. Be, leave a review for this show. It is definitely, uh, you know, it's definitely what you need to be doing today on the show. Today on the show, I have Dana Marie, you know, just a really cool person. I'm glad I got to meet her. The moment I found out she was from New Jersey, actually, I just started talking about Bruce Springsteen, and I kind of didn't shut up about the fact that uh, she was from New Jersey, and her parents love Springsteen, so I hope they're listening. What's up? I uh, hope you enjoy this. hope I don't embarrass New Jersey by talking too much about Springsteen or give him a wrong name, you know? I, I definitely don't want to be doing that at all, but, you know, we obviously get into that, but we also talk a lot about a lot of other things, you know, like the worst uh, band or artist we had to open for, which is really interesting. That's always a good story I like to talk about. And one of the things that made this conversation really interesting, what I got really into, we actually started talking about, you know, a little bit about coming out as LGBT, not exactly being LGBT, but coming out as LGBT or like coming out as gay or coming as transgender because, you know, Today, we do find that, you know, that process like, oh, you're gay. That's cool. No, that's no big deal. But, you know, that whole like coming out process is always still a big deal, no matter what process of life or where we're at. And, you know, it's always coming out is always going to be a big moment for someone who is LGBT. And so it was a very interesting conversation because that wraps into uh, her music and her album, She, which is really, really cool. And so go check that out if you haven't. And then, you know, we'll talk about a little bit more on this episode as well. Like that, it's really cool. And so also at the beginning of the episode, or near the beginning of our talk, we talk about my dad you know, how much he likes Springsteen a lot, which is a good reminder to let everyone know that my parents are going to be on our December 27th episode of the Schwedcast. So, and we're also going to do a little good old Q&A with that episode. So if you do want to ask my parents a question, feel free to tweet us or direct message us at the Schwedcast on Twitter. We'll get those questions and we'll make sure I ask my parents the question. Um, under review but yeah we'll make sure that my parents get those questions i just saw them over thanksgiving and it sounds like they're fully on board for the interview even though they didn't have too much of a choice in the matter but uh they're gonna enjoy it. i think it's gonna be a great episode it's gonna be glad to talk to them about that you know today as i'm recording this intro they just announced all the grammy nominations which i'm actually really excited for i think a lot of great artists got uh, nominated for some many awards. And so I'm going to talk about a little bit more about that in future intros in the episode, but I'm really excited about Childish Gambino's nominations because he, he is definitely a phenomenal artist. Everyone knows he's a great actor. He's pretty much good at anything he tries to do, but a lot of people complain about the Grammys being, you know, it's all pop music, you know, which necessarily is, you know, they have their best alternative album. They have their best rock album and stuff like that. But artists like, Childish Gambino in his album Awaken My Love, that is a very unusual album. It's phenomenal, but it's very unusual. I would suggest if you have not listened to that episode, not episode, listen to that album. You need to definitely get listening to it. That's a great album. I would definitely suggest that. It's on my list of, it's probably one of my favorites uh, up there with uh, Childish Gambino. Obviously, it's a great album. A little weird at first, but the second time through, it was I was blown away with every single little part of it on that. There's like a, can't remember, I think it's a genius had a YouTube video. It showed how to Ludwig, his producer and guitar player live, how they created the song. And I probably watched that five or 10 times. So it's phenomenal. Uh, look at the Grammy nominations. Uh, I'll get into more details in the next coming weeks about who I think is uh, going to win, who I think deserves to win and so on and so forth. So you stay tuned. That's why it's a good reason to subscribe to the show and onward and upward i want to get to our sponsors for today's episode of the podcast uh the the first sponsor is lyft the free lyft app gets users to ride in minutes on demand for less than the cost of a cab whether it's for a fun night out at the bars or 
to avoid paying parking at that next concert you go to. Lyft has you covered. You can use promo code SCHWEGCAST, spelled S-C-H-W-E-G-C-A-S-T, when signing up and you get a $15 ride credit towards your first ride. That's promo code SCHWEGCAST for that $15 ride credit. And the next sponsor we have for today's show is DistroKid. DistroKid gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. This is great for artists who write original music and also if you want to upload a cover. It is phenomenal. I see people all the time asking where or how should I get my music on all those major platforms, and I always suggest, without a doubt, not because they sponsor the show, but because it is the best suggestion I can actually give is always give them out DistroKid. You know, they'll even get you that license for that cover you want to upload, and that saves you a lot of the hassle. Believe me, especially learning about music business, that definitely saves you the hassle. And DistroKid, hassle. Ooh, I didn't know how to say that. DistroKid is actually what I use for my music, and while I get ready for the 2018 year and for a new 2018 release of my own originals, I can personally vouch for how fantastic they are. So I'm not going to leave you empty-handed. You can get a 7% discount off your first year by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Schwedcast. And like always, that link is going to be in the description of this episode. So without further ado, we're going to get on to my little chat, chat a lot with Dana Marie. And so like always, stick around and don't touch that dial. Trip. I bought it last year, and I only bought like a tree for like thirty bucks, and so it's actually decent for thirty bucks. But I feel like it's like it I, looks really cute. I know. I was like, I bought it. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna keep it up. So yeah, I have it up in November already. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten one yet. I've mm-hmm. okay. So I've never. I mean, I just moved to Nashville. I just graduated yeah. Belmont. Okay. So I haven't had like a tree mm-hmm. of my own yet. Because you have so, to live in like sad college. Yeah. Apartments. Exactly. <laughs> Or I'm like, not gonna get a real yeah, Christmas tree there. I so yeah, I didn't. I just got one last year. I was just like, you know what? I need a Christmas tree. I need <laughs> to need to brighten this place up a little bit. I'm, I know. Like I know. I'm gonna be sad here. I'm gonna be holly <laughs> right. and and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> it's like you know, you gotta have your you gotta make your depression like a seasonal depression. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the trick to actually <laughs> getting it. But but yeah, the one trick I've had is like I want to make it, which I've tried to do with this place. It's like make it like a guy lives here, but girls don't mind coming over. I love that because it looks inviting. It yeah, looks nice. it's like it's like because <laughs> you know you you've probably been to like guys' apartments. It's just like this is where you could obviously tell a guy lives oh, here, yeah. and it's just like it's like no decoration, like nothing mm-hmm. on the walls. <laughs> uh huh. And then oh uh, yeah, and it's like kind of like gross. Sense, but <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not saying this place is like perfect, <laughs> but I mean, it's like most places are kind of. And you have like some fairy lights, so honestly, like yeah. you have Christmas lights. No, those like those are those seasonal or are those always there. They're those are always there because I put the white ones up. See, it looks great. Those are like way, they put me in a better mood. Yeah, and so I don't know. It's just like it's the vibe of the room that gets you. it. But uh, yeah, so but like then you go to like specific girls apartments where it's just like we have 30 pillows on the couch <laughs> decked for out no purpose 30 throw pillows on the couch <laughs> and you know it's like a difference totally. between like a girl's bed and a guy's bed guys beds are just very simple just a plain blanket like a plain colored blanket a man's bed not a boy's bed yeah. like a man's <laughs> bed and it's like two pillows and that's it. Like <laughs> that's about it. And then girls maybe like, a night table like with a lamp. Girls need like four hundred. <laughs> yeah. Like th- I don't a know body I'm, pillow. You gotta tell like, me like what's pillow. with girls and throw pillows. I just love the decorative mm-hmm. pillow. And then yeah. it's like you don't use it ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just throw it off the bed at night. I, I was just like, <laughs> well, it's funny. I had a fr- married friend. He tells me, yeah, we have about like 
20 pillows for our bed, but we never make our bed. So we have 20 pillows just lying like, in the corner of our room. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's, yeah, that's what my married friends tell me. That's so great. <laughs> then they ask me, like, what's single life like? And it's like, ah, it's pretty boring. It's about the same. Just uh, Pillows lying around. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yes, yeah, so you just recently moved here? Or well, you just finished Belmont? I just finished Belmont. So now I feel like I'm an adult living mm-hmm. here, semi-adult. And while I used to be like a college kid living here. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I was really living here, you know. Mm-hmm. So, But I've been here for four years, mm-hmm. you know. I feel like Belmont people, like they stick around after they graduate. Yeah, a lot so of them do. I mm-hmm. feel like we've either dispersed to L.A. or New York yeah. or stayed here. Yeah, the three, because it's a big entertainment school. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. uh, you're either going to stay here or you're going to move to yep. L.A. or New York. <laughs> That's about it, really. Which I've learned like a lot of people, they will just move to whatever entertainment city is closest to them. I know. I know it's like music people. So it's just like, I live closer to New York, so I'm just going to move to New York. And then some people are like, I'm I'm closer to Nashville, which me, my parents live in Missouri. So they are, that's the closest. So this is the closest entertainment town for me. Gotcha. So you have to move to whatever's closest. I know my parents were like, well, I'm from New Jersey. So Mm -hmm. my parents were like begging me to go to New York. They're like, you have the greatest city in the world right here. I know. So yeah. Why'd you choose uh, Nashville over New York? Just, you just like Belmont a lot? Yeah. I just like Belmont. I kind of. I kind of fell in love with that, and then, like, I didn't even know that, like, mm-hmm. songwriting was a thing that you could do, like, as a career <laughs> yeah. when I moved here. <laughs> Still so, up for debate, but yeah, right. for me. Yeah. But, yeah, so, but, yeah, so. So I found that out, and then uh, I came here, and I just, like, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so. cool, because, yeah, a lot of people, you have to decide if you're going to do, like, an entertainment-type yeah. uh, degree you want to pick between mm-hmm. Nashville, L.A., New York, yeah. And so for music, Nashville is always like one of the best options. I know. My I opinion. Yeah. But I like it here so far since I've lived here. How long have you been here? I moved here June 2016. So I think I'm coming up on my year and a half. Year and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So, so yeah, that's exciting. Uh, nothing new. It's about yeah. the same as it, <laughs> it has been. Um, so you've seen built up Nashville already. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I've moved here when it was, when it's, Almost what it is right now. Yeah, so about. hasn't changed too much. Just yeah. too many people moving to town who don't need to be moving yep. to town. <laughs> As always. Mm-hmm. What did you study at Belmont? Songwriting. Songwriting. Okay. Yep. So you actually went for – so I'm always curious because I got a degree in like music technology. They're like, oh, you got okay. so many careers out there for you. <laughs> you can – the only but the only actual ones that pay are like you can run sound at a hotel or a high school. <laughs> yeah, hotel. Or you can like hold a <laughs> mic, mic at a – football game. (laughs) So I'm like, that's not worth a college degree. (laughs) Uh, And so, but like with songwriting, what what did that get into? Yeah. Well, I actually started as a music major. I was a voice major, like one of those obnoxious people. And then Mm -hmm. I soon switched when I I realized that was mm -hmm. not for me. (laughs) My primary was voice when I went to school. Okay. So I understand like the struggle of voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All zero credit classes. But. My, my friend Caleb, he told me, because he was music ed vocal, mm-hmm. and then I was music tech vocal, and so we were both in, like, our studios together. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, I think when I go to grad school, I want to study something like math, because with math, <laughs> at least, like, when you solve the problem, they're not going to be like, you know, you did solve the problem, but I don't like how you solve the problem. So and it's, true. Uh, and that was like, so I was just like, yeah, you know, that, that pretty much makes sense. So true. <laughs> it's like, you got there, but I don't like how you got there. Yeah, right. But yeah, for songwriting, it was, I don't know, it was kind of a challenge. I mean, I didn't even realize like that I could be a songwriter until I switched my major. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know that that was an option. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, the classes were like super creative and Mm -hmm. fun. So like the general classes that they teach you, well, like songwriting, what specific classes do you take? We had like lyric writing. Okay. Um, we had like a couple like music history classes, and then just like in general, like mm-hmm. demo production, all yeah. that stuff. So it was like out of my because I because my school it was a small school in Missouri, mm-hmm. and so like it was like I got my degree in audio, but it was pretty much you basically got like a regular music degree with right, it. Right, right. So like you felt like you're studying two things out of place. Yeah. From but uh but I assume you you didn't have to do a lot of like opera and like classical no. and stuff well, like that. Well, when I first started, I did have mm-hmm. to take 
classical lessons, which was like yeah. my nightmare at first because that is not my thing. Mm-hmm. So I like always begged my voice teacher to let me sing musical theater songs oh, like, instead. Uh, I was like scraping by, you know. Please let me sing like something by Alanis Morissette or like <laughs> yeah. something. Alanis like that. Like my school would not fly with that. Like <laughs> they would just be like, "No, nah, you're singing this song by a guy who's been dead for like 300 years." Oh, yeah. And so I'm just like, "Do you know that?" And it's not even in a language you know, <laughs> but you better like make it your own, even though you can't, because it's not even <laughs> yeah, in a language you don't speak. Don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're saying, even oh, when you I've look it there. up. You really still don't. <laughs> Really get it. I've definitely been there. But you didn't have to do that once you switched to songwriting? No, 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 no. Okay. So did you have to take like general music classes then, like theory and... Well, I did mm-hmm. wind up taking those when I was yeah. a music major. Yeah. And then they didn't count for anything. Mm, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn it. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That sounds like a major I would have probably liked more. Yeah, songwriting? Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah, like a lot more fun. fun. It was pretty fun. But my school, like, they taught you, like, about everything, but they didn't teach you how to make money with it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, oh, free intern- unpaid internships. <laughs> yep, yep, That's pretty yep. much all they teach you how to do. <laughs> And music school, so uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much every music school. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you, so you just graduated. So your class of seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was, I'm like, what year is it? Already, it feels like yeah, so, <laughs> I've been out for like so long, yeah, but so little, well, a couple you know, months and stuff like that. Yeah. But then New Jersey, and you just stuck around after New Jersey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So you a Springsteen fan at all? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm assuming... actually about to see him this weekend. Wait, where is he weekend. playing at? Well, I'm playing? going home. Oh. Okay. So my parents are like the biggest Bruce fans ever. Obviously, we're like on a first name basis. Obviously, mm-hmm. Bruce. Obviously. But so he's uh, like doing that one man Broadway show. Yes, that's what. So he's doing. we're seeing it. <laughs> I, I was trying to get my because that's like the only artist I know my dad likes. Really. And so I was just like, hey, we should go to New York and like <laughs> go do this on Broadway. And he's like, no. I'm like, well, I told it's him so it was. Really funny. funny because I didn't really care to like go to my own graduation at all because right. I'm just like it's that's pointless like to it's me. Over. <laughs> I told my dad like, hey, how about instead of you coming to my graduation, we go because it was by Kansas City. Like, let's go to see Springsteen in Kansas City, and you just skip my graduation. <laughs> that sounds I'm, like, like a great. Plan I was like, to I me. would rather like honestly, that would mean more to me <laughs> yeah. to go see Springsteen than actually like you coming to my graduation because i yeah. don't even care if, like i don't even want to go to my own graduation right. but like if we went to see that that would be more to me but yeah that's like the only artist i know he likes so he's a mysterious man yeah like christmas is hard for him i got him like golf balls and i'm not even the right ones <laughs> he's like yeah these aren't the ones i use i'm like yeah just like hit him into like <laughs> a lake or something like that so he likes golf and he likes springsteen so it's amazing like, <laughs> it's all right and so like when we talk it's like let's talk about gas prices <laughs> And the weather. So you guys get a lot of rain down there? I'm like, yeah, we got some rain, Dad. Oh, my God. That's so funny. mm -hmm. (laughs) But Bruce, so, yeah, I just got his autobiography, Born to Run. I haven't read it. So I just got it in the mail today, actually. Really? So, yeah, because I need something to read. And so I was like, oh, I haven't read this yet. And he just released it on paperback. Oh, okay. Okay. So now us like mortals can afford it. All right. We can afford books now. My mom's had like a signed copy in the house since like the day it came out. (laughs) So I've seen the cover like. But but he's so good because I was listening to actual Born to Run, the album, Uh like last week. And I was just like, man, this actually like is a good performance. And like, and so like, I think I'm assuming they performed it live, but like, or like in the studio live uh-huh. like how they do that yeah. because just like there's so much energy and that I feel like that's what you get with like a Bruce Springsteen record yeah definitely and the live show have you seen him live no that's why I'm trying to get my dad to go see me you, live with me you gotta do it man mm-hmm. you have to do mm-hmm. it yeah I mean like it's on my list of like yeah it's like a bucket happens. list thing mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you're a fan mm-hmm. but yeah I mean he he comes up everywhere I know but but yeah I'm assuming like when you're like I'm from New Jersey and like I like music so it's like you like Springsteen oh yeah I mean like I, I assume that's <laughs> like he's like what musicians are from New Jersey and you're just like Bon Jovi Bon Jovi nah it's not even on the same yeah, level yeah <laughs> not even not close to Springsteen though Springsteen's like was it like the savior of New Jersey basically mm-hmm. <laughs> from what I've heard about it and this this is from another artist. Have you heard of Bleachers? I love Bleachers. Yeah. Okay, you. Okay, I just yeah. saw them. Live. Uh, they just played in Jersey at the Stone Pony. Which yeah, I used to work there. So okay. Well, I, I saw got them excited. here. Okay, which was fun. It's fun going to shows here mm-hmm. because everyone's met like a musician before, so yeah, they know right. how to act everyone's at like a show. <laughs> Everyone knows how to act at like a music venue, and so I know. they don't just like scream at the top of their lungs like they've never <laughs> right. met this never met this guy who makes like the same salary as you or yeah. whatever. But. Uh, but yeah, and so what he talks like like Soul of the City, that music festival, mm-hmm. and it was all about how like bands would like skip over 
New Jersey because New York. And so right. did you have <laughs> a lot the of same that? Thing. Well, I mean, we have like a venue like super close to my house, mm-hmm. a few venues, but I mean, it was always way better to go into the city and like, yeah. see shows. It was like you make mm-hmm. of a, ni- a night out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. so I remember uh, where my parents lived. I had to, I went to high school at the same time. It was like literally the middle of nowhere, so in like Missouri. Yeah. And so it's like three hours from Kansas City, three hours from St. Louis. So it's like it's hard to actually go see a band who goes to one of those cities. Yeah. And so like I feel like the pain of like the people in New Jersey who don't <laughs> like have to make like a whole trip out of like just seeing a band play. Yeah. I mean, well, luckily I'm only like 40 minutes from the city. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a bus ride. Yeah. You know. So that's, that's really – that's not too bad. It's, no, nah, it's but, super close. Mm-hmm. But I've like I've found it so convenient here when I go to a show though. It's just like yeah. Oh, this is like ten minutes away from me. Yeah, I know. Should I show up early? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Gone so, are like, the days when I would like sit in line yeah, for like hours I'm like, and hours. I remember like, <laughs> like over it now. <laughs> I think of the Bleacher Show because I showed up right as like I just, I called my Lyft uh-huh. show sponsored by Lyft brought to you, <laughs> but it came to me like right at seven because that's when the doors open. It just came over here yeah. to get me, and then I got there and I'm like sitting there for an hour and I'm like. I'm gonna start showing up to shows like right when the like first the band act start. starts. Yeah. Like, the, like try to get there right when that first band starts. Yeah, that's like the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like I'm I'm done like waiting. I know. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I, getting too old for this. I, know. <laughs> I went to see um, Hunter Hayes, mm-hmm. and I got there like when doors opened because I was like, okay, hey, I want a good spot, but I'm not gonna be like ridiculously early. There was like no one there. I was like. Like, where is everyone? Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone got there super late. So I was mm-hmm. like, wow. This sounds damn. too cool for most I know. people. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually saw Hunter Hayes back really? in back when he only had his first album out. Mm-hmm. I think I've he, seen him before, too, like, earlier. Okay. You're like, he, yeah, he's he's really good live. He's such a good guitar player mm-hmm. live. Yeah. he'll you, jam out. Mm-hmm. Like, you like you listen to his music, I'm like, oh, these are actually pretty good songs. So yeah. Let's go see him live. And then you see him play live, and he's like, a shreds on the guitar. I'm I like, know. holy <laughs> cow. Like, it's awesome. Usually you see someone like that, and they're just, like, doing, like, rhythm guitar or something like that. No, yeah. he's, like, doing the lead. He, yeah, he plays, mm-hmm. like, the lead parts. It's like, awesome. Like, what I tell people, he's, like, uh, John Mayer of country. That's what I like say. the easiest oh thing to. That's so, so. true. I but yeah, he's so like he's a such good musician. I don't think he's had too many big hits since that first I know, album. I feel I feel like Nashville's forgotten about him, which is so sad because I but love he's him. Like, but so, like he's he's so good. Has so much potential, or I know. he still has potential. He's I hope he like brings mm-hmm. it back. You know, I think he I think he can think build he up might. some more momentum. I think like yeah. he he has the talent, which that's not a lot in like the country music scene. Yeah, like, right. I mean, like you have like the. The talent level, like you, people want to see you perform, but like no one like him, yeah. And that who's making music like that can do. So I think I think he'll gain that momentum again. I know. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. So yeah, we're we're rooting for you, Hunter Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but yeah, of other artists, is well, how many artists have you seen in Nashville? In Nashville, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen a well, ton like, of concerts. I like, like lost track. Bands you enjoyed seeing in Nashville? Oh man. There's been a ton. Like, I go to a lot of concerts. Um, I saw Ed Sheeran at Bridgestone. Okay. Was that recently? That was that was a while ago. It was like okay. 2014, I so think. So the Multiply tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a great tour. Mm-hmm. I want to see him again because he's coming back. Yeah, he's doing his new a, album. Was it? Uh, it's not Bridgestone. It's it was a Nissan Stadium, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He's doing like this huge stadium tour. Like, yeah. Like legit stadiums. Mm-hmm. Not like Bridgestone where it's just like, a hockey stadium or a basketball, yeah, right. like a football stadium, which are like a lot bigger. Yeah, that's what he's. Yeah, but um, he's selling the tickets, so I know we're all Ed Sheeran. We're rooting for you, <laughs> Hunter Hayes. Ed Sheeran, we love you. But yeah, I feel like because Ed used to live here. He used to live, yeah, yeah, for a while he, for like a short time. Mm-hmm. I, maybe when he, he was like working with England. Taylor Swift mm-hmm, a lot. I think it was after Plus, and yeah, then, yeah, and then I think around Multiply, he moved back mm-hmm. to the UK. Yeah. To be like that. But yeah, he <laughs> to like, be like that. But it's so funny because you hear like talk to see like what his like where he lives now. And it's just kind of like this like smaller area. And they're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, everyone treats me the same around here. I know. It's like I the love same that. place he goes to. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you like, you get to that level of fame, you can actually do that. Yeah. But like, at he some will point, leave you alone. Well, like, some point, it's like, yeah, move to your hometown or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But most people, most even big ones, like, don't like Bruce Springsteen can do that. Yeah. But well, like, I mean, he'll just like go like down the, the shore and like walk around the boardwalk. <laughs> I love it because like you can't understand all the words he says, but like no one cares. He's just that great. <laughs> but like I've heard like does like with like three hour performances. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, I'm like. It's pretty crazy. I saw him here. I saw him at Bridgestone okay. one time. And it was it I'm was like awesome. wondering how he can like keep that up. I mean, how old is he? Like he's he's getting up there, right? No, he's like, like in his seventies. I, I keep checking. Is he in his 70s? I think he's in his seventies. <laughs> Already? Let's check that. Hey, I thought Siri. he was sixties, but how old is how old is Bruce Springsteen? Bruce Springsteen is sixty-eight. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was wrong. He's in his sixties. So. He's not that old. But still, like, I'm pretty sure like I couldn't do like a three hour set. Yeah. As, like how he does it. He's like sliding across the stage, like, like running and, up like, and down. Can't like do that. I'm like, <laughs> like get out of breath <laughs> going upstairs. So and I'm just like, okay, okay, <laughs> awesome. And so you just think like, oh, the remote's on the other side of the room, and you're just like, you know, I think it's just time for Netflix on my phone. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and then at like, that level. Mm-hmm, but. <laughs> So you've seen him. How many times have you seen Bruce? I've seen him uh, probably about five times. My parents have seen him like over a hundred times. Like, Jesus, but yeah. <laughs> I go see but, him. So uh, I have like the secondhand Bruce fan, but, you know. Yeah, but like so that's a great amount of times from the zero I've seen him. <laughs> yeah. My dad when had to come to my graduation. I know. That <laughs> messed that plan up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I told, I, I keep, I always tell him that every time I see him, like, you know what? You didn't have to go to my graduation. I, ma- I made a better offer. <laughs> but, like, uh, but no, he, he went to my graduation. So. That's on the rotating conversation list. <laughs> the and golf. So, let me see if I can the find, weather. let me see if Not I can find a photo. Bruce. So I hate, I hate posed photos that, <laughs> well, or, or every time I have to take a photo with my parents, I decide that. I ha- I just act dumb, <laughs> and I guess he needed proof that I uh, did. So I just decided to make a stupid face every time. That's so great because so, he looks so happy and like just not like, having it, holding your diploma. Like I know, like, I'm pretty sure. Like, I think they came over this summer and they saw my diploma and they're just like. They got more excited than I did when I got it in the mail. I'm just like, it's not that big of a deal. I was like, nothing has changed at all. I know. <laughs> but um, you you feel like you're – but going back to your songwriting degree, since we're going back to our parents or in our degrees, uh, do you think – you feel like good about having, getting the degree in songwriting? I feel like – because I'm kind of torn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did I, even, did I need this? Like, yeah. still writing songs. Mm-hmm. But I feel like – I don't know. Belmont is, like, so great about connections. Yeah. So, like, I've met, like, so many people. Like, that's honestly, mm-hmm. like, the best part of that program. Like, that's, meeting everyone. From what I've heard, yeah. I know, like, mm-hmm. uh, Berkeley and Belmont, yeah. they have good alumni networks around here. Yeah. Or my school, I think there's, like, two other people really? who go to that are, like, cool people. Like, they're friends and stuff like that. But, like – Knowing who you would like work with, no, or... yeah, not people. I mean, like I'd work, like I'd record their music or whatever. Right. But like, no one. I'm like, not the best kind of connections, you know? Yeah. Okay, definitely. connections, people to know, but like, yeah, it's the whole. But I feel like the whole, now it's like the whole purpose of people who go to Berkeley and Belmont is for that network. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, like I didn't, mm-hmm. I had never co-written with anyone before I came here. I mean, like mm-hmm. that's the whole like thing, like the mm-hmm. whole Nashville yeah, thing, like co-writing. Co-writes. So like I met bunch of like my close co-writers like mm-hmm. in classes yeah. basically mm-hmm. but yeah most co-writers yeah, i've been doing uh co-writes since i moved here which yeah. i never really did because it was like i didn't know that was thing no one in like uh other cities or like only entertainment cities do co-writes yeah and also <laughs> like i mean like in in your high school like mm-hmm. it was probably like three people who like Wrote song like the, there's that one guy who's in a band like mm-hmm. you wrote songs yeah and then there's I don't <laughs> like, want other people you... writing my music for me <laughs> we're gonna play other people's songs yeah like the cover band mm-hmm. <laughs> like who would you co-write with have you so, ever had to play or open for like a cover band okay I have <laughs> a great great experience um because mm-hmm. you know New Jersey like it's not a huge music scene I mean like. You know, there's yeah. some bands, but anyway, somehow I met this. It was, I think, it, we had this like Old Bridge Fair. Mm-hmm. I'm from Old Bridge, New Jersey, okay. which is horrible town name. But anyway, we had this Old Bridge Fair, and there's a cover band playing there, and I also had a set there. And they were like, "You should like come like sing with us sometime." They were like in their 40s, and we played at this like club, which also mm-hmm. had their whole audience as like 50 year old women mm-hmm. who were like trying to like go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was awful. We sang some. Bon Jovi. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. it was an experience, but <laughs> I, I, was it? I played. It was something. The most recent time I've opened for a cover band. <laughs> Wait, it was like the worst like feeling when like <laughs> you're opening 
for a cover band. Yeah. Like, that is, like, the worst feeling you'll ever have in your entire life. You're, like, trying to play your original song. You play your original like, song. No one cares. No, it's worse when, like, the pe- when you don't know they're a cover band. <laughs> yeah. And you find out, like, at, when they start playing, oh, you're a cover band. Yep. So, like, I open, so, like, you know, I play just original set, stuff like that. You know, talking with people after the show. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you and stuff like that. Just talking and stuff like that. And then, the, then they start playing, and this band is terrible. First <laughs> off, it's, like, people oh, in their 20s, no. like, our age. And then, like, one of their dads is playing bass for them, and he's clearly looking like one of their dads. So, obviously, like, this band is, like, super out of place. And then... And then they're they're not like playing together. Mm-hmm. Like the guitarist is pretty good, but then he like messes up a lot. But it's like <laughs> he's holding the band together, so like when he messes up, like it's pretty. Everyone, obvious. everyone follows they did, him. Um, and then they did. Uh, what was that song? Uh, Jet. Uh, oh. <laughs> are you gonna be my girl? I think yeah. that's the song. They did, they opened with that and closed with that. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, but the singer, because like the, oh, it's man. that it's a really high part. Big black boot, and so then it's like four, five, six. Come on, I get your kicks, and you don't need to move. Like you gotta sing. Oh, he tried to sing it up the oh octave first, and then just he like jumped it down. gave it up, and just like all right, we're gonna sing this down. I I'm love just like that they well, I guess opened and closed with it. That's yeah, that's that was the classic. And so they did uh, Waiting on the World to Change by John Mayer. That's when the guitar player really screwed the pooch there. Like, Yikes. we would have all thought that dude was amazing if it wasn't wasn't for that mistake. That's so um, funny. You know, the bass player wasn't bad because probably he has, like, double the age experience of all of them. Right. Um, the, oh, that was the, the dad. Drum, the drummer was pretty buzzed. Yeah, the, the, the dad bass player. And uh, they had a keyboard player, uh, which they didn't need. <laughs> he he didn't have his keyboard stand, so he asked if he could borrow mine. I'm oh like, uh, I don't know how long I'm gonna be sticking around. <laughs> yeah, right. They had like I a three hour set. For some reason, I stood for, I stood around for their whole set, so I don't know what was wrong with me that night. But That's so funny, yeah. And man, that was pretty much that. That was my most recent. I think there was like one other time, but they played. <laughs> so great. And all I can say about them is, it was like, they had one. Their drummer was like. At the time, like eleven, and then like their guitar player was sixteen, and <laughs> the vocalist bass player was the vocalist voice hadn't dropped bass player, yet. <laughs> he, he was the guitarist's dad. It's always the always dad son combos, love uh, that. and he was wearing like jean shorts, but not the good kind, the ugly kind. <laughs> right. And he was bald, and I think he was in a cast too, so he was like leaning back, <laughs> like picking a bass. And then oh, they had a wow. guitar player who was. Not good. That is a great image in my head right now. <laughs> the okay. cast, the cast makes it. All my, yeah, all my, all the cover bands I've opened for in my life, I've been father son uh, combos <laughs> in the band. But yeah, it's so funny. Never open for a cover band if you don't have to. Yeah, lesson learned. Never play like your original music and then have a yeah. cover band follow you. That's make. That's what makes it sad. I know. Is it that? And they and like I, I don't feel like I'm the best, but I can say. That I was better than them. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like, think the time that I sang with that cover band, mm-hmm. they like took a little break in between their sets and mm-hmm. had me come up and like do a song on my own. <laughs> and then they came back on. It was, it was so there was, bad. There was one band I remember like, it was like some 4th of July festival mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And the, um, my band, my, I just, it was me, like my solo act, but I had my band with me. And, uh, so then the band after us, uh, it was a 30-minute set. So typically when they say 30-minute set, that means you play, like, maybe plan 20 minutes of music. Right. And so... Yeah, with 20, talking. 20 to, yeah, 20, and then around five minutes, equal that out, that's talking. Yeah. And then, yeah, five minutes for teardown, set up, right. and stuff like that. Like, that's reasonable. But, like, they had to stop in the middle of their set and, like, have one person do, like, a solo song so the other guys could <laughs> take a smoke break. I'm like... Oh, that's so awkward. This is a 30-minute set. <laughs> Like, there's no time for smoke breaks. Like, why would you take a smoke break? Like, do you need this right now? I'm like, I could do t- 20 yeah, minutes. Is so, so easy. Funny. Like, this looks easy. Like, what, four or five songs or something like that? Yeah. Like, you really need to take a break. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, what's wrong? Uh, yeah. But anyways, do you have any uh, worst shows? What's the worst show you've, was that that show? The worst show, well, okay, back in New Jersey again, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of my friends was, like, trying to start, like, plant, like, booking shows mm-hmm. and, like, booking, like, a full lineup of bands and stuff. And so we were just friends, so she mm-hmm. booked me on the show, and I had no idea who else was playing. Yeah. And it was all, like, 
pop punk bands, like acoustic. It was always the best, yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't like, know who I'm playing with. In the middle with, of it, yeah. I like came on with like my little acoustic guitar. <laughs> I was like 15. I was like, uh. hey guys. <laughs> it, was, it was so awkward. You're there was like 20 people 22, there. 22, you know? 23? Sorry? You're 22? I'm 22. Okay, yeah. so so yeah, you were around when, at the same time I was when we mm-hmm. the punk scene yeah. was <laughs> alive and well. <laughs> a lot more like, there are a lot of metal bands in my town. And then yeah. I was like... And whether like put on these shows are fun to go to because they're I, like back when like she going to shows was like a social event. Yeah, right. I used to go with my best friend. Um, mm-hmm. There was like a band in a high school that we loved, and we used to go see them at like the rec center. <laughs> Which just just saying that you like, already can picture it in your mind. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> More like oh. people working out in the back. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah, it was like when like go. That was like the good times. Uh, like, yeah, when like he actually <laughs> was like, oh cool, this band's doing a show. Let's just go hang out. That's where everyone's going <laughs> yeah. this weekend. Oh, this shitty so music funny. venue, and then like <laughs> I was like, oh okay. Oh, it's like a cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, the one that used to go to. It was uh, like a record store, and they mm-hmm. prepared instruments too. And then the owners made it into a coffee shop. Then for some reason they closed it, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun place. Or like a little stage in the corner. Mm-hmm. That's what it was I'm picturing. Super, super small room, but yeah. like those are always the f- most fun. Yeah. So I once played a show at my local pizza shop. That's like, cool. well, like w- me and my family went there like every week. Mm-hmm. So we were like friends with the owner. Mm-hmm. So I just went there and played a show. Like there's no stage. Like no one has ever played there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself play here. <laughs> the worst show I've ever played, I think it was uh it was at a Rest, it was at a place where it's like typically just country cover bands, mm-hmm. but this guy wanted to do like a, a, an original music night, and so he he called he booked me like he went contacted me about yeah. it. Typically, it's the other way around. Typically, you're talking to promoters or whatever right. like that, and he yeah he contacted me and he called he called me so many times about like <laughs> one like hour set or something like that, <laughs> and like he didn't. Promoted at all. There was no people in the bar. More people were oh. interested in like the the TV. And uh, I had like a couple of my friends. And so, yeah, like, right. I do, if it was a solo set too. So, like, you have no one to do back and forth with. So, I just had my friends in the audience <laughs> do it back and forth with. And like, and then we had a radio interview afterwards. I'm like, I didn't know this was being like radio broadcast. There was a radio <laughs> yeah, interview. Yeah, like, we show. didn't have like any info on what's going on with this show. Like, That's so Like, awkward. literally, yeah, just no. <laughs> information so we're gonna we're gonna take a break and uh we're gonna listen to some of your music and then we're gonna come back we're gonna talk more about you sounds so, good so just don't touch that dial all the time no one's gonna have but you gotta trust this life we got each other's we got each other's back so don't trap yourself all up in your head have a little hope Cause I know the love will win instead So this is it, this is what we live for And I won't live in fear of myself No more, no more You and me, love and no shame And we'll just take it day by day Just 
just human But that's not all we are We're just human We've all got scars We're just human But that's not all we are This is it And this is what we live for And I won't live in fear of myself with the show so <laughs> let's get back into it we're going to talk about you now i want to talk about your music right. and so you grew up in new jersey tell me I the did. town again old bridge so <laughs> old bridge new jersey how far is, give me perspective of how far that is from i remember we said 40 minutes from new york 40 minutes from like manhattan like mm-hmm. new york city um i mean like an hour and a half from philly mm-hmm. okay so, like if i fly home i'll fly into philadelphia okay so so i heard Pennsylvania has weird alcohol laws. Does it? Yeah, I heard something about that. That turned me off from the whole state altogether. <laughs> There's some, it was something weird. I was like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> done with your state. I know. When I picture Pennsylvania now, I just think of the Philadelphia airport. <laughs> like, I have no other no other images now. Or Scranton, uh, <laughs> Michael, Dunder Mifflin, paper company. That's all I think about. But okay, so you're not far from New York City. I'm pretty close to like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have this running joke with my other friend from New Jersey that everything in New Jersey is just 45 minutes away from each okay. other. Which is yeah, I was like where my parents true. lived. Everything was three hours away. Yeah. Yeah, that joke, yeah, is sad. <laughs> um, for me, that for me. Um, but you you lived there your entire life. Yeah, born so, and raised. Born and raised, same town your whole same life. Same town, yeah. Same house. Poss- same house. Same house, Never really. Moved. I always find that so amazing because yeah. I, I moved. Did you move around? No, we only moved once, but it was such a big shift for me. Yeah. Because you live one place, you're like for like, I lived for like in Kansas for 13 years. And so like yeah. moving to a whole new place like and then uprooting like. Uprooting your life. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's like, and then like wanting to change your whole, and my parents want me to like change my whole identity to like Missouri. That was so weird to yeah. me. So I'm always so fascinated with people who like lived in like the same, like house their entire life yeah. it's so and my parents still live there mm-hmm. like That's, i don't think they're moving mm-hmm. so i mean like I, I can only remember like three houses i've ever lived in a smaller house my parents lived in then they moved to a bigger house and yeah. then they moved oh, wow. to a different state so yeah. So they don't move around too much only if they need to, but right now I think they're good on their house. Yeah. But like, yeah, that fascinates me just so much. You ever, did you ever like feel like you wish you would move somewhere else? I don't know. I love the idea mm-hmm. of like having like roots in a place. So, I mean, me individually, I love to travel mm-hmm. and like, I feel like now yeah. I could never stay in one place for the rest of my yeah. life, but I loved like growing up yeah. in one place, you know? Mm-hmm. But okay. So, and did you, so do you have like this, how big is the town? Hometown? I mean, New Jersey is weird because you'll drive like 10 minutes one way and you'll be in another town. Mm-hmm. So like the town itself is like pretty small, like mm-hmm. area wise. It's just all squished together. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, New, I was thinking about New Jersey. I feel yeah. like so compact. And I was like, I think it's so much bigger than it actually is. <laughs> I know. It's super mm-hmm. weird. Like my grandma lives like maybe 10 minutes away mm-hmm. and so it's a completely different town. <laughs> so I remember, I remember for a while funny. there was like, there's so much, there was some hate thrown towards New Jersey because yeah. of Jersey Shore. Oh yeah. And I was like, I don't want to hang out with a bunch of people with spray tans or oh, my God. whatever. <laughs> but and now it's like, like now for me, like with a music mindset, I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, you got like Springsteen, you got bleachers. I'm like, this city's, yeah. a- this state's actually pretty cool for like music. Yeah. Like, a lot of cool stuff's coming out of there. So I mean, I was lucky that I did have like, you know, a little music scene to like yeah. work with, like to mm-hmm. grow up in, in high school and stuff. Yeah. So I used to like go down to Asbury Park, which is where mm-hmm. Stone Pony is and like play shows there a bunch. Mm-hmm. That um, sounds cool, yeah. Yeah, so that was good to have, you know, mm-hmm. like a small scale music scene. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, like, was the New York scene like a competitive thing with the scene you're in, or did you try to like feel like a younger sibling to the New York scene? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I've played like a few shows in New York, mm-hmm. but I mean, me like in high school, like I wasn't just gonna like 
go on the bus mm-hmm. alone, like playing shows like a 16 yeah. year old, you know? So I never really got to like tackle that beast. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd like, I'd like to do that at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I could live in New York for like mm-hmm. a year and just mm-hmm. gig around. Well, I mean, stuff. your parents would probably like it more. Yeah, I know. They're I like, please move home. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I feel like my parents are kind of happy. I don't live near them anymore. <laughs> really? So I don't know. It was like, I feel like we get along now more now that we don't live together. That's true. You know, I feel like, I don't know. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. I feel like my parents aren't even people would be like, if, when I like qualities in a roommate you want yeah. like my parents I'm like no <laughs> like the complete opposite yeah <laughs> we would just like always need to like say something to you at all moments of every <laughs> second oh man <laughs> mainly just morning people i think that's what annoys me most about them they're morning people yeah oh, i can't do that i can't because like they don't drink coffee in the morning oh and i like when i wake up and like the first thing i'm like i don't want to talk to anyone oh yeah just, like i just need like caffeine and just to like Get the wheels turning, and my mom like I'll go in like kitchen. Mom's like, "So how are you doing? You doing good?" Oh and no! Like ask me every like question. <laughs> I'm like, please don't, please talk, don't to me. talk to me. <laughs> I know. I had work. I work at Starbucks for the time being. I, mm-hmm. I had work at six thirty in the morning this morning. Mm-hmm. I like chugged espresso shots. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, here we go." I can do that. And, like a lot of people like you drink caffeine and they're just like, it's a switch. And, like, like, no, I'm just, yeah, it's just like it's a slow process. <laughs> I'm like good. All right, I'm good to go. Uh, but. Yeah, um, but New Jersey, um, if someone was going to go visit New Jersey, where should they go? If someone was visiting New Jersey, um, well, I took a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. um, home with me over spring break mm-hmm. two years ago, and I took them I took them to Asbury Park because mm-hmm. that's, like, now, like, the new, like, down the shore, like, it's, yeah. like, a happening town now, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I took them there. Let's see. If you want to have, like, a cute shopping day, mm-hmm. I would take them to like Red Bank or okay. Freehold. Those are super cute areas. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, honestly, like when I go home, there's only like three things that I want. It's bagels, pizza, and a diner. I thought the third one was going to be Chris Christie. But <laughs> I, yeah, it's like the whole state like hates him. <laughs> he's gone now. <laughs> yeah, he's gone now. But I was just like, how do you like, just like, how do you like, you, like somehow he went so unpopular. It's like, how do you like <laughs> do that? I'm like, I, I didn't think he was that bad of a like, <laughs> I'm like, his, he just became so hated. <laughs> his policy on like uh, uh, addiction and drugs like is pretty good. But yeah, I mean, that, like some like, things he handles, he handled well. Like uh, when like Hurricane Sandy, like mm-hmm. he did handle that well. Like, like but, there's like some things he did good, and I think once he just hopped on the Trump train, yeah, it was just like, like uh, I think everyone just like stopped, went like, downhill. <laughs> like you know, he really wasn't that bad in my mind. Like from <laughs> like an like, out, this huge from, joke though from an know? outsider. It's just like, well, the biggest like complaint people make is that he's kind of fat. It's like <laughs> yeah. for a while, like that's all he did. Like yeah, now that's he's just all like, he's known for. And, like that's all he was known for. Now he's just like, and he was like, oh, here's all the like shitty things he's done. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, okay. He is pretty <laughs> I bad. I get it now. <laughs> I get it. Okay. I feel like that's just like an outsider's opinion <laughs> so on funny. the politics in New Jersey. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like where I, I feel like I have the voice I need to talk right now about New Jersey politics. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so when did you start doing music? I started writing songs. I think I was like 14 and okay. I wrote my first song because, um, I was reading my Tiger Beat magazine, if mm-hmm. you can believe it. Jeez. So, and there was a contest to like win something, maybe like a guitar, like signed Jesus by the Jonas like, Brothers. <laughs> you like have to like, those contests in magazines. <laughs> Kids, this used to be a thing. Before Go back podcasts, in time here. <laughs> before podcasts were a thing, you actually had to turn on this thing called the radio. <laughs> I got a paper subscription mm-hmm. magazine to Tiger Beat. Anyway, so there was this contest and you had to write a song like using like the Jonas Brothers names. Some, crazy thing like that that was the first song I ever wrote and then I was like well what if I like write a song not about the Jonas mm-hmm. Brothers as honestly like how I started like getting into music <laughs> which is hilarious but good. you but, know maybe expanded a little bit well, since then but how supportive have your parents been of like the whole oh they, music venture? they're great they're great mm-hmm. I mean they're like huge music fans mm-hmm. so I mean they've always been supportive of they, music, they always so. like since day one it's like yeah, oh, yeah. we'll help you out yeah, yeah, or, definitely. Okay, because, you know, you hear a lot of people, my parents were like, this is a hobby. I think now they've it's come a hobby. to, I think they think I'm trying to take it seriously now. Yeah. But, like, Now that you're, when like, I, not in school and, like, you're still doing it. <laughs> yeah, so I'll try, I, I think after I finished, after I just got, like, halfway through college, I think they're just like, okay, I think I think he'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I know in, like, early middle school, high school, I was, like, I've been wanting to do music since I was, like, 
forever. Yeah. And so like when I first started playing guitar, it was like the coolest thing ever. And yeah, right. Parents <laughs> thought it was kind of a oh he'll get he'll get over it or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, but that's the Midwest life. So <laughs> that's mid- like New Jersey. The Midwest life, TM. <laughs> like the new Midwest. Uh, <laughs> Life, yeah, where it's like music is your hobby, like sports, right, yeah. And then you grow up and be sad for the like high school is the best thing for you. When that's over, your life sucks. Yeah, you know, like, in high school. Whereas me, it's like I playing at the rec center. Playing at the rec center, that's the best your band is ever gonna be. It's the best your life is gonna. That's the best your music career is gonna oh, get. This guy's Make sure sad. You stage dive at that show. Yeah, and then, then no for one those catches ten people, you. and then. <laughs> and then that's all you got to do. Just make sure you stage dive b- oh, before yeah. 18. I feel like that's, that's a super. You're on your way. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not that way in New Jersey. Where it's just like, you're like, oh, yeah, people get married at like 26 here. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Oh. That's where me and my, I'm, I'm so weird to all my friends because I'm 24 and not married. I know. Well, that I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of like a trend here too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not ready. It's, <laughs> like, not, it's not that bad here because I'm yeah. not like having my friends are like aren't like are you gonna are you gonna find a wife yeah right yeah, most of my friends are like chilled out about that since but I'm like, like back home is it like that yeah it's like wow. i have like i had a friend That's he's crazy. my age and like he was the last person in his family like his younger brother got married at 18 like what yeah his younger brother oh my god at 18 he's my age so he's like two or three years younger than me uh-huh. and so then like he when he met like his now wife he, like they i'm pretty sure they didn't even date for a year before they got married he's just oh like we gotta god. do this as fast as humanly possible wow that's crazy mm-hmm. it's such a midwest thing like you're supposed to marry your high school sweetheart wow mm-hmm. wow and then so I, my, and That's then like so they thought my mom was weird. She got married out of college, so she right when she finished college, she got married mm-hmm. at twenty two. Yeah, which I feel like I feel like still young, but like not not like I, think, crazy. I don't think my parents think I'm gonna get should have gotten married. It's like <laughs> you're still an idiot at twenty two. It's like <laughs> yeah, right. jokes on you. I'm still an idiot now, mom and dad. <laughs> so that so yeah, it's so weird. Like the it's like America has so much culture like different culture and i know like white culture like getting married at 18 getting married at 18 to a girl you've known for <laughs> less than a year probably actually majority of your life since you're only 18 so true so, <laughs> i mean that's a benefit but so, uh so weird but yeah so supporting new jersey and then finished high school 2013 2013 okay yeah, cool. yeah. i just assumed yeah so i was 2012 and I okay, graduated okay. in 16. Yeah. And you graduated in 17 college. Uh, math. So, and that's math, everyone. <laughs> four yeah. years. So, did you, at Belmont, do most music majors graduate four years? I feel like most get out in time. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are like itching to start. Cause that's how I was. I was like, graduation, I was like, that's it. No grad school. I'm done. Like, I'm done with school. Yeah. <laughs> My school was very, like, they kind of just like, like, yeah, you'll probably go for, like, five years. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh. I know. A lot of people. I I finished, I think I, because I interned after I graduated, yeah. walked. And so, like, I, like, barely. Barely got out Barely got years. out in four years. I mean, years. I switched majors, like, halfway through and still got out in four mm. years. I was committed. Yeah. A lot of times, like, it, like every other major, it's not a problem. And I'm like, <laughs> my cousin, like, she went to a whole new school, like, halfway through. And she finished on time. I was like, how how, how? how do you go from, like, pharmacy school to, like, just a regular liberal arts school and graduate on time? How does wow. that work? Wow. When, like, music people can't, can start with the same major for five years and, yeah. and like, still not graduate. I know. My one friend is music therapy, and she's still mm-hmm. at school now, and we're in the same year. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, like, grad school. But, yeah, there's know. one guy. He was at school for, like, eight years. Oh, my God. I don't know how, like, people who are, like, studying to be doctors, like, nurses, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I couldn't do school anymore. Like, that's, like, school for, like, mm-hmm. half your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, damn, no. It was like, <laughs> isn't I'm that, done. like, I know. But, so, back in 2013, you moved out here. Yeah. And so, and then you've stayed here ever since. I have. Mm-hmm. So, that's good. Um, So, and I think I did my pre-show research. You released a new song back in April. Yeah, I released um, a full album, okay. my first full-length album. So you did release a song. I did many songs. You got that part <laughs> One right. One song of many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was uh, it was actually technically like my senior project mm-hmm. for school. Okay. Instead of writing a thesis paper, I got away with doing my album, yeah. which was awesome. Um, so yeah, I released that um, and I'm kind of like touring on that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it might have like a 
re re record single that's in cool. the works. So that's it's gonna be fun, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, yeah. So but, so what is the album about necessarily? Is there a concept or is there just multiple songs you threw together? Yeah. You so do? it is a concept album, which mm-hmm. I'd never like written anything like that before. So it was like super challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just goes through. I mean, semi autobiographical, mm-hmm. but goes through like this young woman who's figuring out like who she is and she falls in love with another woman for the first time and okay. just like who am I and has mm-hmm. an existential crisis and that's the whole album basically okay. but cool. um yeah yeah so, so more of a like kind of like a in a sense a rock opera I would idea. love it to be compared to mm-hmm. that. But like, I love that, yeah. More of like a, there's a story. Yeah, yeah. there's but. definitely like a storyline throughout, mm-hmm. like beginning, so, middle, end. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, so basically like a rock opera or a pop opera. Yeah. Or stuff like that. Yeah. So was, uh, how hard was that? Because I've always thought I've like wanted to do that, mm-hmm. but it's more or less like I don't write that way. Yeah. And well, so, I mean, I never really wrote that way either. Mm-hmm. So it was like hard to fit. I mean, to figure out how to fit, like I usually fit into a three minute song, the whole mm-hmm. story. Yeah. But then like to stretch it out to like, it was, mm-hmm. I think it's like 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But yeah, it, it was really cool. Just like to close in on like specific moments, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just generalized. So I, I do want to go into more detail. So let's go into depth. So fall in love for the first time with a woman. Yeah. So, awesome. So, like, realize, I'm assuming a woman falling in love with another woman. Yes. Assuming yes. going through the characteristic, is this, like, a characteristic of coming out for the first time or realizing that? It's more realizing because I feel like, you know, like, coming out and, like, coming out mm-hmm. songs have, have mm-hmm. been done. Yeah. But, like, there's nothing really out there of, like, coming out to yourself and, like, yeah. realizing it and, like, mm-hmm. coming to terms with that, mm-hmm. like, being okay with it yeah. before you're, like, loud and proud, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I know my my brother's gay, so mm-hmm. I can I can make I can say anything I want about <laughs> the LGBT community, and so obviously I got I got like don't worry I have my I have my permit yeah right like I got my permit, <laughs> but I know like because coming out is like a big obviously like it's a big deal yeah. for some people. So I decided when I have kids, <laughs> I'm just gonna make it not a big deal. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> like I just treat it like it's not like a big deal. Like, it's like okay. <laughs> I'm just like cool story, bro. Like, don't care. It's like dad, I'm gay. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Just wash your hands. <laughs> was on my jo- my my thing with like the bathroom bill. It's just like I don't care what bathroom you just Dude, wash, wash your, hand. your hands. <laughs> just wash your hands. Nasty. It's like be just be clean. Don't <laughs> yeah, don't right. pat people's backs when they're out of the urinal. <laughs> That's my big pet peeve. Oh, it's yikes. my only my problem <laughs> with that. But so that's like one of the one of the main ideas is yeah. coming out. So it's more coming out to yourself necessarily. More coming out to yourself. Um, but near the end of the album, I kind of bring it more universal because mm-hmm. I I don't want it to like you know I don't want it to be like this mm-hmm. is just about that you know because mm-hmm. I feel like everyone at some point is figuring out who they are and like yeah. having to come to terms with something like about themselves you so know I know, at, I know at some point like with guys uh, mm-hmm. I'm speaking from like a male's pers- a straight yeah. male's perspective where you're kind of like at some point you're kind of like what what about my sexuality am I, like, thinking about? Yeah. I realized I was straight. Yeah, but I was yeah. just like, okay, what do I like this guy? Like, yeah, do I want, like, a type of relationship I've typically had with a girl with this guy? Yeah. No, not necessarily. Would I try it if I had to? Be like, uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> no. It's kind of it's like that. Yeah. It's like you really have to, because, like, I feel like it's people make it more black and white sexuality. Yeah, totally. In my mind. Because sexuality totally. makes sense to me mm-hmm. a lot of the times. The, the part I'm still, like, figuring out on my end is like not like men who want to be like the transgender but like yeah. when you want to be like a gender that's not like one of the like two gender fluid yeah gender, gender fluid queer. I'm still figuring that out I'm like yeah. what is that I feel like that's a super new like topic for like that's, this that's, like mm-hmm. this so world I'm, like, I'm kind of like just because I don't know anyone who's like in that gender yeah. so yeah. like in that uh mentality because yeah. i met i met transgender women i met transgender mm-hmm. men and i like get it i feel yeah. like with me to understand to understand because i grew up in like a christian right small right. christian community right and then when my brother came out it's like okay so you're a gay guy okay i yeah, know I you're f- not I feel like, like like the world gets that now and like mm-hmm. like the whole getting, gender queer getting, thing is like the next step like that's 
that's, that's where next. You, that's where we're going. I think. So I remember. Yeah, it was so. It's really like interesting. A lot of people who don't like it don't. It's more like uh, knowledge. Yeah. Of like you, I've never met because a lot of times yeah, I hear like, people didn't like, even know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Lots of people thing. I talked to about it. I'm like, have you ever like met a gay person? Like became like close to a gay person? Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. You go. Well, it was kind of it was kind of weird to come here because I mean mm-hmm. from New Jersey, my school is like super super diverse. Yeah. I mean, like I'm pretty sure like half of my senior class was like gay. Yeah. <laughs> um so like coming here and like my freshman year roommate, she had like she's from Minnesota, I think. Mm-hmm. And she had like never met a gay person. Yeah. I was like, what? Like half my friends are gay. You know? Yeah. It's so it's funny. It's just funny. like me now it's now it's probably I used to be like, I mean I've met gay people, I was like, yeah, yeah. oh you're gay. That's that's cool, cool. Like yeah. and I'm like so like interested and like fascinated <laughs> yeah. i'm like lived with one for like 17 years of my life obviously <laughs> like apparently it's a still indeed now it's just like oh i'm gay i'm like okay cool yeah right <laughs> and it's like i don't think anything of it yeah which i think we're getting to it's like it's not a big deal anymore totally but like totally. the transgender issue i think it's like the next i fight. think that's like the current thing and then mm-hmm. like the gender fluid thing is gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be next i feel like but. i mean it's some it's not too weird yeah right <laughs> it, it, i don't know I, as long as it's it's not a weird thing to me like, i guess you do you I'm you just know? like, oh, okay, just take a shower and just, yeah. clean, just clean yourself. <laughs> yeah, so, right. <laughs> that's all I care about. I'm just, like, just clean yourself. Just, Be a good human. I don't want to smell you. I don't want you to smell bad. <laughs> that's all, all I care about. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that. And so tell me, remind me of what other concepts you had on For the, the album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so the, fir- like the, first, the first six songs or so are basically that mm-hmm. storyline. Yeah. Um, and then it, it does get like more universal kind of, you know, we're all human kind of thing. And mm-hmm. like, you know, we're all the same, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So about it. diving into that more just like equality yeah, and stuff like that. Definitely. This definitely. podcast is all about equality. That's like, yes. I actually decided <laughs> the theme of my funeral is going to be equality. <laughs> so, which we're still working on the uh, ins right, and outs of right. the funeral, but <laughs> obviously, but we, we're set on the idea of the theme being equality. <laughs> But uh, Love it. it's a weird theme for a funeral, but, <laughs> but I feel like that's, I just want to make everyone uncomfortable like one more time <laughs> before. Um, before this podcast ends. Mm-hmm. But, so what's the most interesting song on the on the record? So there is a second to last song. To me, mm-hmm. it's a second to last song. I had this idea and like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even describe it to people before like I put it together. Yeah. So basically I sat down and like interviewed like maybe like eight of my friends Mm -hmm. just like asking them questions about like life and Mm -hmm. like who they are and insecurities and like things they're proud Mm -hmm. of and stuff like that. And so I wound up like cutting everyone's like Mm -hmm. everyone's interviews together and like putting it over a beat Mm -hmm. and like making that its own song. And like the coolest thing to me was like, I didn't, show them anything like what anyone said and they wound up saying like super similar things like core things mm-hmm. you know like i don't know like what it means to be human or mm-hmm. and you know i started asking people like what are you insecure about or what's something you've always felt insecure about and they the same things would come up mm-hmm. you know and i don't know the most interesting part i asked um you know what's something we all have in common mm-hmm. and people would just say like the same things over and over. Like we, we mm. all want to love each other, you know, okay. we all want to love. And it was super interesting. So I wound up cutting this together and mm. putting it into a song. Yeah. So that one's uh, very, called uh, Recognized. Bleachers-esque yeah. type of thing. <laughs> See, yeah, like I mean, that voice notes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Mm-hmm. One, yeah, there was one and my mic wasn't even working. I did it on a voice memo. Yeah. Um, I always want to like do that and like record like conversations. Yeah. Happen. But then it's like the whole point of like, can I like can I record this on my phone right now? I know, and then well, then I, it ruins the vibe. I, I, I so, almost went back into the studio and like had people like mm-hmm. recite what they had said, but I was like, let's just keep it like what they actually said in the moment. It's, it's different, like when you're having like a heart to heart with like mm-hmm. someone, not like this, where like we're like obviously putting our face into microphones right. and talking, but like when you're just like laying on your couch and like mm-hmm. just talking about life, yeah. and it's just like you don't want to just like press record. And don't tell them, but you feel like you have to, because I feel like I need to tell them if I'm mm-hmm. going to, like, record them. And then, like, 
go to a point where it's just like, you know, record it, and then it's going to ruin the mood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, so. these are all, like, pretty close friends of mine. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like we were just, like, When you do, like, actual sit-down, like, yeah. interviews. But I feel like, yeah, the awesome. way you did it actually works. But, like, the it way I would really want to cool. do it, I can't get to work. <laughs> like, private, like, secretly mm-hmm. hit record and be like, by the way, at the mm-hmm. end, this is recorded. <laughs> and I'll randomly have my friends send me, like, videos of themselves, and I'll, like, strip the audio from it and, like, take take that or whatever. So. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, but I like that idea, like, just, like, strip it up yeah. to – But how about the first app? Do you have, a, like, an idea? Because the first app is what in, is intriguing me right now yeah. on this. So. <laughs> um, I, what about it? So, I don't know. I've been really into, I don't know, like, having a brother. I've been really into, like, the LGBT yeah. idea, LGBT yeah. rights. And so, like, I want to, like – if I can get a ton of money, I wouldn't, like, donate to the LGBT homeless shelters. I read yeah, this article awesome. in Homeless uh, – article in the rolling stone it was mm-hmm. about like lg um or uh, trans teens in new yeah. york and just yeah. like like they had to like prostitute to like stay alive and they're yeah. homeless and stuff like that it's like it's that crazy. shouldn't be a thing right definitely so it's like it's so bizarre you know that i'm like we need to solve this yeah definitely mm-hmm. definitely um yeah but i want to i want to buy non- gay affirming churches and then convert them into the LGBT homeless shelters. <laughs> I love that. FYI, there are churches that like are like chill with it. Yeah. That totally. are up for there's it. But a like, few, there's a few in Nashville. Yeah, I know. Of, Grace Point. Great. And mm-hmm. so there's a, yeah, there's a ton of them, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I want to like the very anti LGBT ones to buy those out. <laughs> I love that idea. That's why, that's why like I have my, I could do if I had to so buy funny. them and like, cause if like, you were a millionaire, this is what be, I would do. <laughs> because to be honest, it would actually probably profit the human race more <laughs> yeah. as which I believe what you want to believe, but like these churches specifically that I'm targeting, yeah, they, it would actually probably be better for the human race to make them oh, homeless yeah. shelters <laughs> than to actually have them be churches where they do like Sunday performances every week. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just former That's church so kid me. For <laughs> former church kid. Former church kid you. I don't know. Believe what you want to believe. Uh, it's my just yeah, be yeah. nice to people. I know. I was yeah. I was just talking with this uh, about this with someone. You know, like, mm-hmm. just be like a good human. Like that's mm-hmm. what I believe. You know. <laughs> yeah. Be kind. Just like, just, just be, be nice. good. You believe what you want. You're yeah. Like, exactly. I don't believe being gay is right. Well, don't be gay. That's just yeah, don't right. do it. It's up to you. <laughs> you do you. I mean, it's kind of a choice, but like, <laughs> but if you don't want to date guys, you don't have to date guys. Yeah, it's, right. Like, no one's forcing. No you, one's man. forcing you to. They want to do it, and yeah. they're they're not hurting anyone. Like they're vaccinating their kids. They're they're <laughs> yeah, good. Right. They're, hopefully, <laughs> they're vaccinating the kids they adopt. So hopefully, yeah, you know, it's like you we're in a good thing. We can we can agree here. Yeah, that's where that's where I think we need to fight the anti-vax movement. Mm-hmm. That's where we need to move the fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So. We're nearing the end of our episode. I do like to ask everyone this question. Do you have any good drinking stories? Good drinking stories. Um, okay, well, freshman year, I mean, I was like a total loser in high mm-hmm. school. I like never drank or anything. Okay, I, I was that. So, too, right? yeah, so like freshman year, well, I'm crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we went to this Halloween party and I was totally drunk and definitely like walked in on like to the bathroom. There's a guy peeing in there. <laughs> Glad you were drinking water while yeah, I said no, that. Perfect timing to bring up a guy. Being. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> that's, about the, that's about the craziest I got. <laughs> Would you just like open the door and like close it immediately? Yeah, I was like, I was like mm-hmm. anything crazy, oh, or is man. that like the, that's, the that's, height of it? That's peak crazy. I know. That's peak crazy. <laughs> Still lame. I need people to like tell better that's stories so, so I feel better about myself <laughs> when I have bad drinking stories. Oh, man. So, so yeah. So. But yeah, I've never walked in anyone peeing. That's I, more embarrassing for him. Yeah, it's more embarrassing <laughs> for him. It's like, oh. oh. <laughs> if I was yeah. me with another guy, I would have just stood there. Like, <laughs> I would have just made it super awkward. Like, dude, waiting to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Are you almost done? <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, oh man, yeah. Bar bathrooms, like, the ones that, like, you drink to go pee a lot. Yeah, those, right. <laughs> those are the worst. Okay, so um, I guess we'll end the show there. Where can everyone <laughs> check out your music and everything else? Uh, you can find my stuff on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Dana Marie Sings. Mm-hmm. And if you go on Spotify or iTunes, it's just Dana Marie. And okay. my album is called She. Okay. On Pornhub? <laughs> She on Pornhub. She on Pornhub. Just search she on Pornhub. See what comes up. Have fun. Have fun. 
with that, well, in the meantime, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's no problem at all. So thank you. And uh, check out more shows at wafflebuttmedia.com. And like always, stay awesome. Casting.